It's Divas That Care Radio. Stories, strategies, and ideas to inspire positive change. Welcome to Divas That Care, a network of women committed to making our world a better place for everyone. This is a global movement for women, by women, engaged in a collaborative effort to create a better world for future generations. To find out more about the movement, visit divasthatcare.com after the show. Right now, though, stay tuned for another jolt of inspiration. Hello to all. Welcome to Divas That Care Network. I am Joyce Benning, and I will be your host for this informational, invigorating, robust lifestyle show. I am just so very excited today to have with me one of my returning divas, Joanne Routher, and she is going to chat about horse support and addiction recovery. Oh, man, you listeners are in for a great, great interview today with Joanne Routher. And Joanne, could you please introduce yourself to our listeners today? Yes. Good morning, all. I'm Joanne Rute from Alexandria, Ontario, Canada. I am an equine-facilitated um, assistant for working with humans via the powers of the horses. Um, I've been doing this for, uh, gosh, I'd have to do the quick math here, 12, <laughs> 12 years, whatever. And um, the more I do it, the deeper my work gets. Um, my own life experiences are um, layers of the cake, layers of icing on the cake in order to have my services flourish with excitement of new avenues to help people in troubling times, even good times. There's also the good times. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's all always troubling times. Um, it's all about a balance. So this is why I got into the work with horses, because horses bring to the table a very unique modality of healing so i've been certified twice in equine assisted learning um 20 i forget 14 something like that and then i was certified in equine assisted personal development uh and then of course i do horse clinics always learning about horses i work with horses in training in bonding um, just being with them. And I'm always enhancing my way of being with the horses in order to have that deep bond communication, understanding the horses, what are they saying, what are they doing. Reading is basically in the animal communication to help me help others, and actually it helps myself, it helps them, because it's two-way street. Um, so I always grow in my expertise as a coach facilitator um, with the horses as well as I bring mental health um, to the table with the horses. Um, I bring, it's 
almost equivalent but different to Alcoholics Anonymous uh, facilitating. I have been certified in the SMART Recovery, which is a modality to help individuals that are going through uh, addiction recovery. Oh, wow. So I am putting all of this together, and I'm helping all kinds of different people that Mm -hmm. resonate with what my services are, with who I am, with my horses. So Mm -hmm. in the last little while, as we all have been going through, how can I say that, riding a wave of the pandemic that has been presented to us, there's been a lot of different words of what's going on from individuals. Everybody's got their own perception and what have you. So with myself, and maybe you can help me out, Joy, and uh, Joy, I always call you Joy. (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) Um, In the recognition, see, I'm always watching people. I'm always looking uh, to help people so we're magnets. We resonate and we attract what we think about and, and why I'm here. But what I've noticed is the increase of people, unfortunately, do not have the tools and it's very hard to be able to deal with what is going on in the world right now, no matter where you look. So I have found and heard, witnessed an increase of individuals heading for a drug of choice in order to help them numb the pain that they are feeling. So I've seen an increase in uh, alcohol addiction. I've seen an increase in drug addiction. I've seen an increase in multiple avenues of addiction. And it's to help to cope. That's what I've seen. And we can go on a different whole topic about this, but I'm going to bring it back to, and I do want to say what I talk about is not of the whole. I am talking about my personal experiences and my teachings with coaching, my learnings. It's my world is all I can speak about. So what I've noticed in my world, is an increase of individuals who are suffering and have jumped into a drug of choice, uh, shall we say, uh, either alcohol or drugs. And mm-hmm. my question back to you is, have you noticed such a thing? Because we are in different states. Right. Right. And something that I've noticed, and I, <laughs> it's, You've talked about the alcohol and the drugs. And I think sometimes food addiction can fall right in there. I've seen a lot and heard a lot of people say, I have put on so much weight because I Mm -hmm. eat when I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like another addiction that they have grabbed onto because 
they think the food is going to give them the comfort, just like the drugs and the yeah. and the alcohol or something. So that would yep. be another one that I would throw in that I have seen quite a bit in this area and talking to different people and even seeing them because they have they have maybe put on some pounds because they have eaten because they're stressed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that would be another addiction that I would add in that I have seen it more in my area and my seeing people. Mm-hmm. 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 Absolutely. And, and thank you for adding that on. Cause like I say, a drug of choice, it can be anything like there's sex addicts, there's food, there's all kinds mm-hmm. of different um, paths of addiction. It's what mm-hmm. that individual chooses. And you know, talk about putting on some pounds. Yep. That would be me, too. <laughs> you know, and to the stressors that show up. Yep. It's a comfort in the moment. And we as humans are not noticing the level of stress that we are under. Why? Because, oh, a cookie, a bag of chips. Yeah, let's have some wine with dinner, or yeah, I'll just have whatever, you know. So it's a fix. It's a quick fix. It's uh-huh. an instant fix. As soon as you get it in your mouth with the, the, the cookies, the sugars, whatever. I'm not just saying all of this has only surfaced since the uh, 2020 um, pandemic. This has been there. This here has always been there, but this has an increase in individuals who, because, going back to, we are stressed. Why are we stressed? We are full of fear. Mm -hmm. So, therefore, in order to help us with this, we're reaching out. So, I can step into why I chose um, addiction, horse support and addiction recovery. Mm-hmm. we've stepped into some troubling times. So I bring the horses. I, I think about the horses, my horses, that I work with all the time. I see clients coming. And when you do a parallel, okay, I'm going to use alcohol. That's what mm-hmm. I'm going to um, talk about. Okay. Alcohol... And horses, addiction and horses. There is a big parallel here, and there is a, pardon my language, no BS time in order to try and be what the addiction is all about, as in alcohol addiction is very cunning, is very baffling, yet very powerful. People end up in those three categories and think that they can fool themselves as well as anybody around them. You put that individual that is become a pro at being cunning, baffling, and powerful, that's what the disease does to the individual. So they think they can still do this around horses. They come here, they think, yep, 
I got it all. I'm I'm sorted out. I'm all good. And as you and I know, mm-hmm. can you deceive a horse? Can you lie to a horse? Can you think that you're going to outsmart a horse and say okay. one thing but you're meaning another? Mm-hmm. And if you're having your sessions with your coach, your facilitator. The facilitator is going to be asking questions to the individual for wherever they are at that moment in that session, let's say, something surfaces. Well, the habitual habits of having to lie for the disease, having to cover up for the disease, and... This is going on. Meanwhile, the horse is going to be talking as well. What's Mm -hmm. the horse going to be saying? The horse is going to be calling out because it is even more powerful than the individual who thinks that they have this all figured out. So there is a healing modality that is offered in people that are in addiction recovery, they are looking at this great, beautiful, magical horse and stuff starts to surface. And next thing you know, they don't want to see the truth in something that they've been lying about to cover up because it's a disease and unfortunately us humans to cover the disease takes over from the inside out. And a horse is that powerful and that energetic reading that they sense, whether you are being true to yourself, being authentic, The horse will read you. The horse will call you out. So you have your, let's say, therapy session, counseling session in the office with your person. This is totally different when you're coming out and having a therapeutic session with your horse being conducted with your facilitator your coach through these healing sessions then they get to realize uh i can't lie here because that big beautiful magical horse over there with no judgment is not going to allow me to lie to try and cover up my tracks and then they start to see the truth and the breaking down bits by bits of the healing. We get down to the nitty-gritty of where did this come from? Why? And when they look at that horse, that horse wants the same thing that they are looking for. They can pair up with a horse that's been traumatized. They can pair up with a horse that needs love. They can pair up with any characteristic of a horse because there is a magnitude of resonance between the two of them. Between the human that is also hurting, suffering, it could be a horse that is very sensitive 
And in the times the human has gotten addicted, has lost its sense of self in being a sensitive individual, but it didn't, they lost it, but it didn't mean it went away. Mm-hmm. So the horse picks that up. That human that lost that part of themselves that is still there, that is crying for help, that horse is there. That horse shows up. They are a magnet to that horse and vice versa. Why? Because it's that energetic and the horse will never lie and the magic of a horse always surfaces for what that human needs. And it can go both ways. That human can have something for that horse in order to heal that horse as well. And it's a parallel. They match. So what I've seen is the growth from human to horse. That individual that comes on a weekly base. And you often, like, there's movies about, you know, prison mates that are working with the wild horses to tame them. And, you know, some people are aware of this movie. I forget what it was called. Um, so you've heard of it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. the magic of the breakdowns for those mates mm-hmm. and how the horse had helped them. It wasn't very pleasant at first. It was like, oh, yeah, they come in to prison for a reason. And they got matched up with taming wild horses for a reason Mm -hmm. and you get down to the nitty gritty you watch the breakdowns of the individuals but you watch you watch those steps of healing and and it's 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 very heart-wrenching whenever you're watching such uh, a movie and the real life whenever you have clients coming and you watch the breakdowns. And it's so powerful, it's so beautiful. But also, part of the recovery to where you were at are these steps in shedding these layers, of breaking down these layers. You're stripping away, little by little, what is not serving that individual that and also that they may not even be aware of what and how broken they are but who is standing beside them in support as this bonding as this growing as this conflict is happening between the two of them that horse is always going to be there and they know they are not being judged there is only the emotions that are surfacing, and the horse reacting to those emotions. It's like, we're going to do this and we're not going to do this. Where are you at? How can I help? Well, you know, and of course the facilitator, as I and coach, is there watching this because safety is always number one in my eyes. Because with the individual... There was a gradual depletion of themselves. 
So there is going to be a gradual growth of themselves with that horse. The, the, the strongest part that I can see is whenever they leave here, they go out in the real world and they start to have reflections of their growth, their awarenesses. That is the most beautiful part. Then they come back and they start to share this. I, let's say there's a client that's come and said, hey, I almost had a drink, but I didn't. And this is why. And they will have the exact minute second of whatever shifted in the session with that horse that made them break down, aware, whatever happened in that session, because it was an inside job that shifted. So you want to know how excited, happy, with tears flowing, saying, I didn't have that drink because I remembered whenever I was with, let's say, Oreo or Ellie or whoever, and this happened, and I will never forget that moment. So that bond is increased. And the self-love is starting to grow. You mm-hmm. see the softness start to happen within them. The value of themselves reflects in the value with their horse. You start to see the dark inner self while they're in the recovery because recovery is a long time coming before they actually surface to the help, Mm -hmm. the helping side of things. So they know that it's, It's not just themselves and the counselor, therapist in the recovery center. This is an additional part of the recovery. And they have that big, beautiful animal that they grew with. They grew with that individual. There may not have been any trust. At the beginning, why? Because they didn't trust themselves. So is that horse going to trust them? No. So they're always guided into what is going on, what is present. And it may be a traumatizing event, experience that brought them to, like I said, I chose alcohol to talk uh, about today. Mm-hmm. So they turned to alcohol. That's why. So then we have always many discoveries. We have many discoveries of letting go of this in order to find their true self, the power that they hold. And they have the visual. They have the visual of working with that horse hands-on. They have a hands-on experience 
in helping them in their recovery, which is in self-love, which is depletion of fear, which is helping the really dark corners to heal of what has been bringing them to choosing a drug of choice. It's not an easy thing. But when Mm -hmm. you have this 1,000-pound animal that you've grown to love is because you've grown to love yourself and you found a tender part of yourself, which is all reflections into the outside world where you were always lying, you were trying to baffle and being cunning, manipulative, so all these things are starting to surface with awareness. You can see the individual start to soften. And then you can bring to the table how they have grown. But also notice that horse. And there was a reason why they were so magnetized with that horse. And it's showing. It's surfacing. So little by little, they're growing that light of hope. Mm -hmm. And in the end, they're always left with hope and excitement of coming back. And they know what they're shedding. And they see, they witness. I explain to them what the horse is doing versus their fear showing up, saying, oh, what, what, why is the horse doing that? Or, or why did he do this? There's a reason, and that's all explained. And then the relief of the individual saying, oh, my gosh, they're helping me heal with the yawns? You mean they're helping me heal with the rolls in the sand, with their licking and chewing? Oh, my gosh, it's an amazing thing. They're not alone. They're not alone going in their recovery. Being in their recovery, they have strength. They're understanding the lightness that they start to feel and they're shedding. And the perfect timing right now is spring where the horses are shedding. When they Mm -hmm. have an actual visual doing this grooming and bonding and they're actually seeing the hair come off of the horse, cleaning their brush, and then I give them an exercise. What is it that you would like to shed? What is it that is no longer serving you? And it's the physical, and it's the beauty, and it's the magic. They take all that. They take the power of the horses with them. And I have not seen anything but great success and excitement. Yeah, there's been lots of tears shed. Yes, there's been breakthroughs, blocks that are broken. So that's why I chose the power of the horses for helping people in addiction recovery because it's magical beyond even words. It's an emotion that you will feel, and I'm just looking at the time, and of course... (laughs) I can go on forever, but when the passion speaks... It, it, it's it's effortless for me to speak. So I just continue doing, and I wish each and every one success. If they're listening to this in their recovery, 
and do not fear to reach out to someone who does healing with horses because it is nothing shy but magical. Oh, oh Joanne, that was that was <laughs> so much great information and so beautiful. I I can hear the passion. It's just kept flowing from your heart. That's why you can speak so freely about it because it, it's it's your passion and it's beautiful. You love the horses and how they help heal. Yeah, it is it is absolutely incredible. And mm-hmm. seeing and the the feeling in your heart that you get when you see how these people are healing from it that is so beautiful too. Oh, that was mm-hmm. that was absolutely magnificent. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. You so are much. so welcome. How can our listeners, when they're hearing you today, hear this interview and they're saying, "I need, I want to connect with Joanne." What is the best way for them to connect with you that you can work with them and help them also from what all you have told us today? What's the best way to connect with you? Mm-hmm. Um, I am more than ready to actually give my phone number out. It is on my mm-hmm. website. There is an okay. email. I ha- You can text message me. I can be... Um, one-on-one physically working with you or on like a a visual via Zoom. We may not be physical contact, but that is an option. So you can reach out via email, my phone number. Um, Anything personal, I am here. Come and visit I, you know, if anybody's listening to this and you're in the vicinity of a drive, some people fly, some people take buses, trains. There, there's all kinds of ways. So okay. reach out. I am here. Just a chat even on the phone. You know, we've got to get back to touching our hearts via a physical way of a face-to-face or get on the phone talk to me. Yes. Not not oh. only via an email. No, I want you to communicate with me because these these devices were easily hiding behind. That's not mm-hmm. a way to really step forward. And that's the beginning is be proud of yourself for stepping up and showing up and saying, hey, can I just have a chat? Oh. I'm here. Oh. Awesome. Awesome, and we will definitely post your links with this interview. And I want to thank you so much for sharing all this beautiful information with all of our listeners today, Joanne. Thank you, thank mm-hmm. you. You're you're and, more than welcome. It's an honor, and thank you for having me. Oh, you are so welcome, so welcome. It was my pleasure. And I would <laughs> like to thank all of our listeners for listening to this amazing, amazing interview with our incredible diva, Joanne Rother. Please share this show with all your family and friends. Check out all the hosts and their shows on divasatcare.com. Remember, have a fantastic day. Be kind to all and give your animals that great big extra hug and share your love with them. And until we connect again on Robust Lifestyles, stay strong and healthy. Thanks for listening. This show was brought to you by Divas That Care. Connect with us on Facebook, on Instagram, 
And of course, on divasthatcare.com, where you can subscribe to our newsletter so you don't miss a thing.